Hi, welcome to EBZ Devotions and we want to say a big, big thank you for keeping us company. Yesterday we were able to look at an introduction to the talents. We were looking at the very famous parable of Jesus of the talents. The man who went on a long safari, a long journey, and on coming back, he came to settle accounts with his servants. Some gave five talents, others he gave two talents, or the other he gave two talents, and the other he gave one talent. The one with five brought back five, the one with two brought back two, but the one with one thought he was clever, buried it underground, and when the master came back to settle accounts, he was met with a very, very tough rebuke. Today we want to continue and we want to look at something very interesting that the Lord has put in each and every last one of us. And this is an acronym that was shared by Rick Warren in his book, The Purpose Driven Life. That in each and every last one of us, God has put a shape. S-H-A-P-E. Join me as we look at and understand what is this shape that God has given to us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this opportunity that you have given unto us to look at your word as we meditate over this acronym SHAPE. Bless our hearts, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The acronym SHAPE stands for S, spiritual gifts, H stands for heart, A stands for abilities, and P stands for personalities, and E stands for experience. And in his book, Rick Warren says that God has given each one of us spiritual gifts. The spiritual gifts are outlined in 1 Corinthians 13. And Paul outlines the different spiritual gifts that God has given unto us. And like we said about the talents, the spiritual gifts that God has given unto us are for the benefit of the body of Christ. The spiritual gifts were never supposed to be for our personal gain. And therefore, it is wrong and goes against scripture if you use the spiritual gifts for personal gain or even put further for monetary value. For example, the gift of healing this was meant to be for the blessing of the body of Christ. And therefore, you can never put a price, a tag to a spiritual, to healing, the spiritual gift of healing. If we do that, we are using it for personal gain. God has entrusted us with these spiritual gifts 
so that we can be a blessing to the body of Christ. Remember, these gifts were given unto us freely and therefore we should give them back unto God freely by blessing his church. And therefore the first, the S stands for spiritual gifts. The spiritual gifts were entrusted unto us not for monetary value but to bless the people of God. And therefore if you go to any servant of God who expects a monetary value or has attached a price tag to a spiritual gift that is wrong, point out the wrong because freely we were given and freely we should give back. This spiritual gifts, number two, do not, and I repeat, do not show who is mightier in the kingdom. Just because you have the gift of healing, another one has the gift of faith, does not mean you who has the gift of healing is more superior to him or her who has the gift of faith. These gifts, these spiritual gifts do not show who is more superior in the body of Christ. As a matter of fact, there is no hierarchy in the body of Christ. We all are children of the Most High God. And therefore, do not assume because you have the gift of speaking in tongues, you are more superior to him or her who has the gift of acts of mercy. Amen? Amen. S stands for a spiritual gifts. H stands for heart or passion. That thing that you do so easily or effortlessly, you love doing it from the bottom of your heart. It's something that you enjoy. You enjoy, you do it easily, and it comes out so effortlessly. What is that? that God has deposited in you that you do so effortlessly. For some, it is knitting. You can knit and knit way into the night and you do it so effortlessly and it comes out so well. What is that? That people always say that if you do, you do it so well. For some, it is playing the keys. If you play the keys at church, people feels so good it resonates so well with them identify what is that thing that you do so effortlessly and you would even do it without pay identify what is that thing that people always say if you touch or do people always say you have done it so well for some you're a great MC when you MC you do it so effortlessly you take people through the program with such 
ease and they feel at home when you MC. Probably it is, let's say, drawing. You're a great artist. You can easily draw people and almost comes out a hundred over a hundred. What is that? That is heart. Passion. S stands for spiritual gifts. H stands for heart or passion. A is abilities. Abilities is something that you have been trained on. Your skillful art. Is it carpentry? Is it joinery? Is it designing of applications? Abilities. It's something that you are skillful on. Is it mechanics? You can easily dis dismember something and assemble it very easily. What is that that you're skilled at? Today we're just pointing you towards things that probably God has put inside of you and that you're not aware and God expects you to be a good steward of that. One is S, spiritual gifts. The other is H, heart or passion. The other is A, abilities it's a skill that if you do it you do it so well could it be weaving look at that ability that you do and it comes out so fine it could be gardening i don't know what is that ability search within yourself and ask yourself what is that ability that when i do it i do it so well p your personality. P stands for personality. And psychologists have told us that there are four major types of personalities. Or first, they're broken down into two. We have the introverts and the extroverts. The introverts are further divided into two, where we have the phlegmatics and the melancholies. The extroverts are divided into the sanguines and the cholerics. The melancholies are these people who are strict, very orderly. They keep time. They follow the rule book. They're orderly, neat, precision, concise. The phlegmatics, on the other hand, they're defined by the three C's. They're cool, they're calm, and they're collected. They're very loyal people. They stick to one thing for many years. They're mediators. They're arbitrators. They love peace. No wonder they're cool, calm, and collected. The mediators, the arbitrators, the peacekeepers loyal they follow one cause they are cool calm and collected those are the phlegmatics skip over to the extroverts the sanguines like myself i fall under the sanguines they are jolly they are joyful they are the party people they are merry making 
They love fun and outdoor activities. They are noisemakers. They are the life of the party. They don't like when people are gloomy and sad. They like cheering on people. They are storytellers. Are you a sanguine? Probably you're a storyteller. And maybe that is something that God has given unto you and you expect it to be a good steward. Nurture that. Amen? Amen. Lastly, we have the cholerics. These are the result-oriented people. They are driven by results. These are aggressive people. They love getting things done. They are charismatic. They know how to charge a crowd. They love results. The cholerics. Phlegmatics, melancholies, sanguines, and cholerics. And lastly, is E. Experience. You probably have gone through an experience in life. Probably you were in an accident. I love giving this story of a lady who was in an accident as she was going to the airport. Her name is Beryl. She was traveling up, she was traveling overseas for a work-related assignment. And she got an accident. And because of that, she is now on a wheelchair. And the accident was because of somebody who was not able to follow road signs and road rules. Because of that, today, Beryl is a road safety campaigner. She champions for the rights of road safety. And that's what God now has entrusted unto her. And now, She's telling people about the importance of road safety. Remember when we talked about stewardship, we said one of the principles of stewardship is accountability. That God wants us to be accountable. When God comes back, she will expect, he will expect of burial to be accountable about, yes, road safety. I put you in charge. Or I put you as a campaigner. Did you do it well? I don't know what experience you have gone through. Probably it's an experience of loss of a child. And the Lord wants you to be an ambassador to people who have gone through child loss and to help them go through the grieving process because you have been through the same. Or probably you have gone through the experience of losing a spouse and God wants you to be a shoulder, a pillar for people who have gone through loss of a spouse. God expects you to be a good steward of that experience. I don't know what experience you have gone through in life. It's probably a sickness and you have overcome. You're probably a cancer survivor. And God wants you to create awareness about cancer and the ills that come with cancer or the effects that come with cancer, put better. The effects that come with cancer. God wants you to be a cancer champion. Dear friend, 
I don't know what experience you've gone through, but whatever experience you've been through, you probably lost sight because of an accident at workplace. And God wants you to be a champion to the world that, yes, you may have loss of sight, but you don't have loss of vision because vision is of the heart, like Miles Monroe says. And you want people to open their inner eyes, the eyes of the heart. And you want to tell people about vision and not just sight. Whatever experience it is, I pray that the Lord will help you to be a good manager of that experience and now be a campaign and ambassador, a champion of that campaign, turning that experience for the glory and for the honor of his name. Shape, spiritual gifts, heart, H, abilities, A, personalities, B, and experience, E shape each one of us has a god shape god shaped in us may we use our shape for the glory and honor of his name in the name of god the father god the son and god the holy spirit amen <laughs>